This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Major League Baseball is here to stay right here. This project is a home run and means so much more to us than sports. 40 years that we have been waiting for promises that were made. Well, we are waiting no longer. This is what the community was promised, and this is what we will accomplish. This is what progress looks like, and our Rays are here to stay. Welcome to our latest episode of our podcast series, Here to Stay. Our latest segment highlights the ballpark design. I'm your host, Neil Solons. Populous is a global design firm that has been working to make this particular project fairly unique. I chatted with Populous principal and ballpark designer, Zach Ali, about what excites them about this proposal. Well, first and foremost, it really what's really exciting to me is one of my first projects ever was Port Charlotte. So I've been familiar with St. Petersburg and the Tampa Bay area like my entire career. I love the area. The prospects to design a ballpark just for St. Petersburg in this area, I think is what excites me most about this project and specifically the site itself. The history of the gas plant district, I think is is something that we really want to respect and tell those stories. And again, designing a ballpark for St. Petersburg and infusing all of the culture and the fandom and the people in that is an extremely exciting, as well as I've been working with the Rays for a long time and they're a fantastic organization and they do things differently. They think differently. They're a very innovative group. And I think that's going to all be reflected throughout the ballpark design as well. And then maybe people don't know, but this is a really unique project just in its essence that there's a mixed use development being designed and incorporated at the same time as the ballpark. I mean, I kind of akin it to designing Wrigleyville and Wrigley Field at the same time. And there are synergies that can happen when those two things are being designed at the same time that in many ways hasn't been done before. Truist Park had a little bit of that going on, but this project has a development going on, but it's also right next to the city. So it's it's an urban development and ballpark all at the same time. So you can imagine the development just overlapping with the ballpark and really becoming kind of a neighborhood community ballpark 24-7 year-round. So I think those are some of the things that, that really excite me most about this project. And we'll hit on in maybe further detail on some of those, but I'm kind of curious, maybe what are some considerations that you have to keep in mind when designing a ballpark that maybe listeners may not expect or be aware of? Populous does all kinds of sports venues. We also do convention centers, big assembly spaces that people love to come together. But I specifically really love working on baseball. It's a different animal. It's a different sport in many ways. I mean, if you think it's one of the few sports that doesn't have a time limit, it's one of the few sports where the the playing field dimensions change. The length of the season is somewhat unique. 
And all of that changes how we design a ballpark. Being able to design the field dimensions affect the play a game, I think is is really something that's unique to baseball and that we, we love working on. And not only can you affect the play of the game, but you can engage fans in the play of the game in really different ways than you can from other sports. So the ability for no time limit, as well as the length of the season, tends to be a more social sport where people get up and walk around and experience different things. And that allows us to design a wide variety of experiences and seating areas than maybe some other sports and other building buildings. Also, baseball itself, because of all the games and some of the things I just mentioned, allow it to really be a community and year-round building, I think, in ways some other buildings aren't. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And and as you're early in the process, what are maybe some unique features that you expect to be included? Yeah, I mean, we are early, so we probably don't have a whole lot of specifics at this time. But certainly the the touch tank is a big one that is going to be reimagined. And while we don't quite know what that is yet, I think there has been the intention is that it's more accessible and that it's accessible on non-game days and that it's integrated somewhere, most likely in the outfield where it's it's seen and reimagined in a new a new way. I think, as I mentioned before, the ability for it to be part of the development, I think, is something that's going to be really unique and really exciting from that perspective too. How all of the those elements of the development, the community, and this reimagined gas plant district are infused throughout the ballpark. I think really going to look to find synergies between those and baseball so that they both strengthen each other in ways uh, that are that are really unique. And since you're, in essence, have a unique opportunity, you mentioned the comparison to Wrigley Field and Wrigleyville and and, and the, the area around the ballpark in Atlanta. What can we expect maybe from the game day experiences in the area and how those connect? There are a lot of things that we're really excited about with regards to that. I think we're we're going to see people coming early and staying late and experiencing restaurants and F&B, kids areas. Um, the intent is that the ballpark itself, too, is a canvas for public art and storytelling. So um, imagine sculptures and art and um, storytelling about the history of the gas plant, but storytelling about the history of baseball and raised baseball. So you'll be able to experience all of those things coming to the game. Also, there's a lot of opportunities to enhance old traditions, but also make new traditions. Imagine uh, marches to the match that come up through various plazas and fan zones, pregame parties, postgame parties. The current ballpark is covered, and the expectation mm-hmm. is the new would be covered as well. Can you touch on the importance of that and how you still design it where it has an outdoor feel? Sure. I think the importance of of that is first and foremost game certainty. Having fan comfort and game certainty for the 
the afternoon rains that happen so often and lightning during the baseball season so that if you buy a ticket, you know the game's going to happen and you know that you're going to be comfortable within the space was really important for, for this area and this climate. And But unlike the TROP, which is kind of a fortress and you don't really see anything from the inside, this ballpark is going to be designed to be very porous and transparent, to have view corridors out and in, to let in light to let in people. The Rays have also are very interested in being open on non-game days to some level so that people can walk in and out and experience the ballpark year-round. And, and from that standpoint, you know, there's always also been that talk of, in essence, like moving walls or or mm-hmm. keeping that outdoor feel. Explain that a little bit and maybe how how important that is in, in this whole process. Sure. We'll, we'll look at glazing to maintain view corridors in and out let light in, but we'll also look at operable walls. We don't know the extent of that yet, but they'll be oriented to areas that can be open and allow people to come in and out of the ballpark and incorporate landscaping so that certain spaces will feel both indoor and outdoor. You can imagine plazas and seating areas that flow out to patios, F&B areas, and those kinds of things. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. And you gave a glimpse of this, but how will the ballpark be used, let's say, potentially during the offseason? And how does that affect how you design it? How do you link those two together as you work on this project? Yeah, that's very important and something that I think is very different. We envision all kinds of events and activities happening here, big and small. You can imagine concerts. It's my understanding the WWE was just here with 48,000 people. Those kinds of events, it'll be designed to accommodate those in even better ways than we've seen, certainly with the TROP, but it will be up to modern standards. But not just big events, small events, business meetings and suites, touch tank would be open to birthday parties, family terror zones that are associated with plazas and parks. We also envision F&B that could potentially be open on game days and non-game days. We plan for those things. And then you, you think about some of the other ballparks that are just somewhat on an island. We'll be incorporating all those things from the beginning. So you can imagine, like I said, some of those seating areas that great for families and for baseball, but also being adjacent to other spaces within the development that are synergistic, like a plaza or park, so that those family seating terraces and kids zones can be playgrounds that are open year-round and parks that are accessible through some of the um, operable walls that we talked about year-round, as well as game days. Zach, is there anything else that you think is really important for our listeners to know just about the planning and design phase as you work through it? Our opportunity and our responsibility is to design a place that people love and love to be together and that it says St. Pete and that is about the community and the community can see themselves in and reflects the community's culture and uh, principles and love for baseball. And we feel like the most successful buildings are the ones that all of that works together. There's a true love for the place and that baseball helps support 
community as well. And we think a, a great design ballpark can do that. We wish you a lot of success in the process going forward. And we appreciate you sharing some time on our latest podcast. Thank you. It was great to meet you, Neil. Thanks so much to Zach Ali of Populous for joining us in the latest of our series, Here to Stay. Thanks so much for being with us, and we'll talk with you soon.